Have you ever listened to a podcast and thought about what other listeners are saying about that episode? Have you ever thought about giving feedback and interacting with the host of a favorite podcast? Podroom is a podcast player and chatroom platform for the podcast communities. Join millions of similar podcast listeners and interact with like minds on the Podroom app. It's a social networking platform with over 750,000 audio and video podcast content. It's available on the Play Store and App Store. Download Podroom now to enjoy this episode. Better is a moment that I spend with you than a million other days away. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running to the secret place. I welcome you to another episode of Women Prayer Group Podcast. We thank God for life and every good thing he has done for us. This episode features one of our recorded Bible studies. We hold our meetings every other Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Please contact us to be a part of this group by sending us a message on the Podium app. When you contact us, we will provide a conference call number with which you can dial in into our meetings. just summarize them and tell you what we are where we are and then you can chip in and understand them so or what we can do is that we we can read the verses alternatively so I will read or you will start with John 17 3 and then I'll read Philippians 3 10 and then you will continue to second Peter one, two, two, three. So you start with John 17 through while I open Philippians 3 10. Okay. John 17, verse 3. Yes. And it says that, um, and this is the way to have eternal life, to know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one we sent to earth. Could you please read it again? Okay. John 17, 3 says, And this is the way to have eternal life, to know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. Yeah. So, from mm. what you read, what does it mean? It's just so funny um, bringing this up. First of all, I like reading your version. Um, sometimes the first thing I open my army when I wake up is to... Turkey version and G version was truly emphasized on Matthew 5 3, the old um, pure in our um, beatitude. And looking at this again, reading John 17 3, I was having a discussion with my friend. I was even actually going to bring it up. I was having a discussion. We were just talking about all this Muslim past and all the stages on some of my friends. And um, I made a statement and I was like, ah, it's just so sad that all this fast they are doing, if they don't know God, they will not go to heaven and all that. Like, it's just um, a waste of time. I mean, that word is harsh, but that's the truth. And she was like, one of my friends were like, you don't know, um, um, I, I shouldn't say that. It's only Jesus Christ that can know who's going to go to heaven. I'm like, well, it's the word of God. There's nothing we can 
um, we can't try to make the word of God seem so um, just um, un, um, related. I like it is we can't just change the word of God just because you know some people are kind and all that. We can't we can't put it in our own words. Yes, that's what I was trying to refer to. And this verse three was just like and and this is the way to have eternal life to know you the only true God. To be honest, if you don't know Christ, no matter what you do. Even if you do like the due diligence of being kind to the poor, being um, being honest, being everything, if you follow all the commandments and you don't know Christ, you are just going to go to um, it's you're going to be doomed forever. And I just feel again is that um, the thing is that it's just like chasing chasing the wind. That's how I see it. Jesus Christ is the ultimate, and if you get to know Christ, you have eternal life. And I just believe that, I mean, as much as we want to watch, I mean, as much as um, we need to be very cons- conscious of who we are in Christ Jesus, but it's written in the word of God that Jesus Christ is just the key to eternal life. And that's, um, that's everything we need to, you know, have at the back of our mind every time. And also when we are actually ministering to people, the most important thing is that they should know Christ so that they can live, um, at peace. Amen. That's it. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. That is like you said a lot of things that if you start to break it down, we'll spend time again and not live here. But the first thing that you said was that you version's Bible verse of the day is Matthew 5 3. I think mm-hmm. these people are in the spirit. Throughout the night, I was thinking about um blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God throughout the night like I couldn't sleep right so and I said okay I this works for me every time if I think about the verse of the Bible and think about it, think about it I'll just sleep off so that was what I picked I was now thinking about what makes my heart impure I don't believe that is actually a verse I think God wants us to um read much five like the whole world that's why um like this is a word for today <laughs> for the world right let us go back and that read that Matthew 5 i'm very convinced that god wants christians to go back and and understand those things those things that he wrote there being humble being peacemakers because i just i'm very surprised that it was like a coincidence that this word that came to my heart at night is the same new version so god will help us for that then secondly, about the Muslims fasting, yeah, as you've read, John seventeen three, this is a way to have eternal life, to know God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. And during previous episodes, we talked about what it means to know God, to know somebody. Is it like knowing celebrities or knowing God? You know, if you know somebody and you want to claim your, okay, the Two Bible verses that we'll read next, Philippians 2, Philippians and 2 Peter talks about knowing God intimately and personally. So if you define personally and intimately, it means that if you know God, that means God will also know you. If you know Jesus, that means Jesus also knows you. So an intimate relationship meaning that you know each other. So that is where we are going to know. But for the Muslims, all we need to do is just be compassionate, you know. You remember Colinius. Colinius did not know Jesus, but he was always giving up to the poor. 
He was always praying. He was always doing all this pious stuff. And ah, God looked at his heart and said, this guy is very pure. He really, really, really wants to know God and, re- and serve God and reference God and acknowledge God. So God had to show him the way. Sent Peter to him. So among the Muslims, if there is any one of them that is not just doing it because their forefathers have been doing it, it they're not just doing it because um, that's their religion or they are still maybe they are still committing sin or they don't even love God. If there is any one of them that is truly doing it because they love God, they want to they want to please this Almighty God that they don't understand and they are trying to do those religion. God will show Himself to them and they will, God will find a way for them to connect with Jesus. So all we need to do is just have compassion and pray for them, that even especially during their fast. That in the midst of this piousness of fasting, because fasting brings you closer to your spirit, right? So let them find Jesus. Yes, they, they, they want to find something else. But while fasting, let them find Jesus. So that's what we should pray for them. And I feel that we should just close our eyes and pray for them right now because there are a lot of people, they are, they are, they are pious, a lot of people are... A lot of them are even more moral than us. Although we know that that will not take anybody to heaven. But our righteousness is like filthy rag before God. If you want to boast and say, okay, I'm very moral. God will show you one place in your life that you are the person is a mess. So let's pray that God, please, the Muslim community, even as they, it looks like they are fasting, they are, they are punishing their body, going without food, that you would have compassion on them and show them your mercy and open their eyes to see Jesus, even as you did Colonials. Open their eyes to see Jesus because that's the only way they can have eternal life that when they have an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. So Lord, we ask that you pray, we pray for the Muslim community, our friends that are Muslim, our family members that are Muslims, people around us, our neighbors that are Muslims, the whole Muslim community. Lord, we pray that you help them find you. Have mercy on them, O oh God. Have mercy on all the sacrifice they are making just to know you, but they are doing it in another, the wrong way. Let them find you, Jesus, because that's the only way. We thank you because there's nothing you cannot do. There's nothing you cannot do, Lord. Show mercy on these ones and let them find you. Even let there be a revival in that community, O oh God, that they will know you in mass. They will come to you, acknowledge that Jesus is Lord. The mass to deliver your name. Jesus mighty name pray. Amen. Amen. So Busola is on the line and uh, welcome. God is your strength. I hope you had enough sleep after yesterday. Okay. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Thanks for coming. So um Bukumi has read John seventeen three, which says that And this is eternal life, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. So, what I want to say about this verse before we move to Philippians 3.10 is that, does that mean that if we know God now, right, and Jesus Christ, if we, if we have that personal and intimate relationship with God and Jesus now, does that mean we already have eternal life? Because it says, this is eternal life. So what do you think about that? 
and this is eternal life. So people think that and this is eternal life. Being in heaven forever. But now he's saying and this is eternal life. Knowing God. So if I know God now, 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 intimately, the way the Bible has asked, does that mean that I already have eternal life? Yes, I know. Yes, absolutely, yes. Right, yes. I mean, knowing God is a pathway to heaven. Yeah, if I know God intimately, it means that God has endowed on me eternal life. That's giving me like a, a, a check, eternal life check, right? And there's a verse of the Bible that says righteousness, peace, and joy. Wait, sorry, I just wanted to um, just clarify though. It's, yeah. yeah, knowing God intimately is different. I mean, God and Jesus are one. Yeah. Mm. There's something that, um, because I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be too um, this thing. I just like to be so specific. Yeah. This is knowing Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yes, I know God. Because if you read a lot of um, verse of the Bible, it's saying, um, Jesus Christ explaining the death and all this stuff, and so because one thing, um, I, I don't know why I'm just bringing this Muslim up, I just know because I was just thinking about it this weekend. Today, we read it, it's just funny how God just directed me straight to the Bible because I was looking for a Bible passage to show my friend. And the one thing is, I just feel that, and there's a time my sister corrected me that there's some parts when Jesus Christ, when the Bible mentions Jesus, we should emphasize on Jesus Christ, even though God and Jesus are one. Yeah. Because there's a rule that Jesus Christ played, mm. and there's a mm. path also. So this one is if you know Jesus Christ, yeah. because I am Muslim, always emphasize on oh, God, 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 Allah, Allah, Allah. There's a yeah. difference because so that's why I just want. So in just in case, I just like saying, okay, if you know Jesus Christ, because the yeah. one, the one God sent, that's what yeah. it was emphasized and it's emphasized on. Yeah. So I just wanted to clarify that part. Yeah. God will help us. The funny thing is that even if you have that verse armed with you and you're going to go and meet that person that <laughs> that person that you're trying to convince, the person might not be convinced no matter how many verses you have. My friend is even a Christian. That's the okay. funny thing. Okay. I'm just like wondering how I just I just I was just telling her that you need to when is something there's something about the Bible. Yeah. You cannot make it I've met Muslims Muslims are, I've met so many Muslims that are better than Christians yes, than, yes. Than but I just feel so much for them and I tell her that that's why I'm very very even I'm, I've been to American Bible studies and they try to say oh hellfire is this hellfire is I'm like ah it is burning let's be honest there is nothing we can't try to make the world so and uh, look so beautiful now yeah. and so easy to you know to just to comfort our souls because yeah. t- tomorrow to be honest, if you don't know Christ, you, you are doomed forever. Like, I don't want to be sound, I don't want to sound straight. Yeah, that's the truth. In as much, <laughs> in as much, in as, in as much as you are, and that's what people forget to point out, in as much as you are nice. And, and you, I, when you were still talking about Cornelius, I was thinking that then is the days of uh, without Christ. Now, it's, it's different, and if, even if you have the spirit of your, your yearning to know Christ mm. and all that, you just, um, I would like to, that's why we keep on praying for believers that go yeah. to um, Christ to meet them. So, you know, what I'm just trying to say is just that, our, as you just said, 
the works cannot do anything. Yeah. It's just works is dead. It's useless if it is not even um, with it. Yeah. So that's why I just try trying to really emphasize, and I'm really I just bless God because I saw this. Because sometimes even Christians we need to educate them because if you really don't know the word in like intimate, I won't say intimately. If you don't know the word, how would you even be able to minister to a Muslim? You can get to a Muslim and say, well, and if the Muslim should start again with you and say, eh. Um, I know God now. This time, he said, "Oh yeah, now God will meet you at the point of your need." I don't like that. You need to know Christ. That's the whole point. I'm here. That's something like that. I mean, I just, don't worry. I'm just going back and forth. But yeah, that's what I just. I just want people to really be be true to the word. Yeah. Say it as it is, without fear of of yeah. the you know unknown. Yeah, that's yeah. basically. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good, and I pray that God will continue to give you courage and give us as Christians courage to be able to say the truth. As it is, amen. So yeah, amen. prayerfully show your friend that verse, and hopefully, by God's grace, God will open our eyes to see that yes, it's not enough to say you know God, right? The only way you can even know God is through Jesus Christ, and you have to know Jesus Christ. That is why God did not make a mistake by removing that Jesus Christ from the that verse contained Jesus Christ, because if He had put only God there then people can get away with it and say, I already know God through this other religion, through this other religion. So he purposely put Jesus Christ there so that we can know that Jesus is the only way to eternal life. So, um, yes. John 17, 3. Knowing God intimately. Knowing Jesus intimately. When we know Jesus, we have eternal life. Even here on earth. So, how does it feel? Do you feel eternal life now? <laughs> so, that is the point that I wanted to bring from here. Can we, it's like using, how do I predict you have, you have eternal life? I can predict that you have eternal life if I see a feature, intimate knowledge of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And there's another part of the Bible that says that righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, that's the kingdom of God. Right? So, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost are the features of this eternal life. And you can have them here on earth, right? Before even going to heaven where that is the rule of the day. Righteousness, peace, joy. That's what is happening in heaven. Everybody is righteous in heaven. There's no sin. There's peace in heaven. There's joy, rejoicing, praising God in heaven. How can I have that kind of thing here on this earth? By knowing Jesus personally and intimately. Now, do you have that kind of thing here? If you don't, if we have just a little bit, then we know Jesus a little bit. We need to get to a point where we have those features here on earth. We have eternal life here on earth. And that is by knowing God intimately. Intimately. So every time I ask yourself, when you're worried about this and that and that, you don't have peace yet. You don't have joy yet. And that's because you don't know Jesus. Intimately. That's because I am yet to know Jesus intimately. And that is the goal every day. That is the goal for me. And that is the should be the goal for you. Can we know Jesus intimately such that we grab this eternal life even here on earth? Amen. Do, do you understand that part? Do you want to talk about that part? Or comment about what I just said. So if I got you correctly, you're saying that 
is it possible to know Christ and peace, the joy, yeah, and mm-hmm. in everyone, can we enjoy it on earth? Yeah, something like that. Yes. Yeah, there's one thing I know is that I mean, even internal life is Jesus we're gonna meet. So, earth is just um, the Bible says that um, we're in the world, but not of the world. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. so, we are representation a uh, representation of Christ on earth. Yeah. And so no matter what, we carry Christ. The presence of God is in us. So no matter what, we should experience naturally everything that is meant to, like we're going to experience in heaven. It's just that we're, not, we're just in different world. So I don't see, I just believe that, um, yes, um, that's why sometimes when I even pray, you know, especially like maybe spouse, anything related, I just say that heaven on earth. So no matter what, in as much as I'm in this world, that doesn't limit me to enjoy the specs of um, eternal life. Like it's who I am in Christ Jesus. Yeah. That's my that's my own reality. Mm. So I should I should not be limited by what I see now or mm. everything that is around me. I should be moved by the one in me. So that's I just believe that it's it's our realm. So we should move according to you know, we should live in our realm. Yeah, technically. Do you want to say anything? Yes, sorry, I was a little bit distracted. Well, I think you asked if we can um, also experience this peace right here on in on Earth. Was that what you said? Yes, that's what I asked. Um, oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay, yes. Yeah. So I believe so, but I would say that the peace would not come from will not necessarily come from the absence of troubles. The peace will be in the midst of possible troubles. So there is no guarantee that everything will go smoothly in the physical sense, in the way humans describe peace. But amidst these problems that we may be encountering, we would have peace in God. And that's why we need a personal relationship with God. I watched Adi Boye's video about his son, and it's kind of reinforced my faith in God because the way he handled the situation, the way he spoke about um, his son and the experience made me realize that it's beyond the things we see. So death is not the end. He didn't see it as the end, but rather he went to meet God and he achieved a lot. That's diary while he was here on earth. So I also believe um, I was quickly looking up something in Corinthians, Second Corinthians 4, where it says, Satan, who is the God of this world, and other things. So the point is that Satan has power. <laughs> it has control. So it can definitely, it has the power to make things go bad for the children of God, the way we describe bad. But it's how we respond to these bad things that really determines if we have a personal encounter with God or not. Interesting. That is, that's just interesting. So um, from what you all have said, we can experience eternal life here on earth we can experience the joy and the joy the peace the righteousness here on earth and it's only when we have an intimate relationship with god and understand that even if everything is going bad for a person maybe the person somebody died and the person is out of job it he has if he has that eternal life he still has to be joyful at peace um be righteous. Those things are supposed to be supposed to be experiencing it. And the only way that is possible is when you intimately know God. 
So, if something bad happens to somebody and it takes their peace, makes them very worried, it takes their joy, makes them very sad, they don't have eternal life here on earth because they are yet to know Jesus. It's very hard to chew because obviously if something something bad happens, someone is out of job or someone is, is someone died, you'll be very sad, you're very worried, you assume there's no hope, you will not even have your bad, you roll on the floor. That person doesn't have eternal life yet. It takes an intimate knowledge of Jesus Christ to continue giving you joy even in the midst of trouble. And that is not easy. And that is why we need to know this Jesus. So I'm making us understand another level of knowing God. That physical thing doesn't change that righteousness, joy and peace. I am yet to have that fully. That's what I'm trying to make us understand. Even me, I'm yet to have that fully. Such that physical things, physical circumstances doesn't take joy from your heart because your joy is coming from your best friend that you know intimately jesus your peace is coming from him and your is not coming from what goes on in your life your job your husband your children or your friends around you it's coming from heaven directly so that is what we have it's very hard to chew right it's very hard to chew but that is what we have to focus on right now knowing jesus intimately that nothing disturbs our peace, joy, righteousness in Him. Just comes by knowing God and Jesus intimately. Yeah. So as you have said, um, we saw it in the Deodebue, how he talked about his son. Yes, he must have cried, but hey, he was comforted. His peace came back. His joy came back. He could talk about it without being so... With assurance that yes, okay, look at the brighter side. Because God gave him that peace. God renewed that joy. And that's what we should always seek to have. I seek to have this relationship. Do you remember the disciples where they were persecuted? And they were joyful. They were joyful for suffering for Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes a loss of job would be, might, be a, might be as a result of suffering for Christ, right? That Christians might see that as a sad thing. You understand? But don't see it as a sad thing. It's supposed to be joyful. And you cannot teach somebody that the only way they can be joyful in that area, in that in that period is when they are intimately in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Is if they know God intimately. Just like we are dead to the things of this world. Dead to whether we have more money or doesn't make us so joyful. Whether we lose money, the same thing. We are not we are not extra sad. No matter what happens that is about this world, doesn't make us more joyful or more sad. The joy of God is always there for us. So it takes a level of closeness to God and relationship with God to have that eternal life here on earth. Yeah. So we are almost at ten. If you want to say anything in addition, that would be great. We were only able to study John 17, 3 today, saying that eternal life is knowing God, perceiving God, recognizing God, 
becoming acquainted with and understanding God, the only true real God, and likewise to know Him, Jesus as the Christ, the Anointed One, the Messiah, whom you have sent. And if we read, um, okay, yeah. so that's that about that verse. This is about the two different verses, and let me just read read the two verses before we pray. He says, For my determined purpose is that I may know him, that I may progressively become deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonder of his person more strongly and more clearly. So let me read that again. For my determined purpose is that I may know him, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. That is Philippians 3.10 in the Amplified Version. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 2 to 3 says, May God, God's favor, sorry, may grace, God's favor, and peace, which is perfect well-being, all necessary good, all spiritual prosperity, and freedom from fears and agitation or agitating passions and moral conflicts be multiplied to you. So you say you see that I don't know if you see what I see. You say may grace, which is God's favor, and peace. Grace, God's favor, and peace, which is perfect well being, and all necessary good things, right? And all spiritual prosperity. Spiritual prosperity, not, not physical prosperity. Spiritual prosperity. And freedom from fears. And agitating passions. And moral conflicts. Be multiplied to you. Freedom from fears. And all these things. Grace. Be multiplied to you. In the full, personal, precise and correct knowledge of God. And our Lord Jesus Christ. So the way all these things can be multiplied to to us is when the knowledge of God and Jesus Christ is multiplied too. So multiplication of spiritual prosperity, freedom from fears, agitation, passions, and all these things will be multiplied with our knowledge of God and Jesus. So discuss discuss each of these words using the Amplified Version to explain the essence of knowing God. And maybe in our quiet time we can discuss that. And he says, knowing God means more than knowing about him. It means a deep and intimate acquaintance with him. It involves being able to perceive, recognize, and understand the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. Knowing God is not a once and for all issue. It must be progressive. This is, this in essence, is eternal life. So knowing God is equivalent to eternal life so as we go on our daily activities we are going to be thrown with tests to show if we know God because God will throw things our way to show how we react and you to you it will be a test to you to say how much do I know God when something happens nobody wishes batting on anybody but if we realize a small setback in our lives or a small something that we don't like, right? How do we react in that circumstance? 
do we still maintain the joy, the peace, and the righteousness? We have to maintain that. And that is the thermometer that would help us know if we how much we know God. So how much how much peace you lost during that setback? How much joy you lost during that setback? How much righteousness you lost during that setback? We'll we read how much knowledge of Jesus Christ you know. How much intimate how much intimate are you with Jesus Christ? I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. And does anybody have any final contribution or comments or questions? I'm good. Okay. Thank you. So in the absence of that, let's just bow our heads and pray. Oh God, we know that we've come to you at one time in our lives to give our life to you. And we have one knowledge of you. But what we seek this morning is an intimate knowledge of you. An intimate knowledge about you. A personal knowledge and relationship with Jesus that will give us eternal life even here on earth. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you please give it to us. Let's just open our mouths this morning and ask God, help us to know more. Whatever it takes, is it staying in your presence, staying at your feet every morning, or is it every night, or is it every afternoon? And just reading your word and studying your word and waiting to hear from you, waiting to hear your voice. Whatever it takes, Lord, to know you intimately, that I will enjoy eternal life, even starting from now. Eternal life that is righteousness, independent of what is happening to me. Peace, not depending on my current situation. And joy, not depending on the worldly progress that I have gained or lost. Give this to me, Jesus. Name. Help me to have this intimate relationship with you, oh Jesus. That will help me to know you better, to know you more. Help me to have this intimate relationship with you that will give me eternal life. I desire this, Lord. And I know that the women on this call desire this, Lord. So please, Lord, give it to us. We ask for God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Does anybody want to round up and pray for our week and weekend? They are led by the Spirit. Can you just pray for us and bless us? Heavenly Father, we just want to bless you once again for this wonderful day. Thank you for the time and um, opportunity to gather again and to learn at your feet. We pray that you keep on um, ministering to us and um, you keep on blessing us beyond our imagination in the name of Jesus. We ask that your word that we study today that would not only be the hearer of your word, but also the doer of your work in Jesus' name. And out of the abundance in our hearts, out of the journey, out of the, you know, out of the, the zeal to know you, we pray that we would also be able to spread your word in its true form in the name of Jesus. Yeah. We ask that you you would be with us, you be with our loved ones, and you will help us to face any trials and temptations each day in the name of Jesus. Yeah. We also ask that our week is blessed, uh, our going out is blessed, our coming yeah. is blessed. And everything we are on is prospering and we're multiplying the name of Jesus. Amen. We are unique. We stand out. And everything we do is excellent in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Father. We love you. I give you all the glory once again. 
be that exalted, be that magnified. For in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, ladies, for your time. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Yeah.